0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina Fishing Report with Dale Collins at Tuckasegee Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale?
1: Doing good, Marvin. Enjoying uh, some typical summer conditions out here in Western North Carolina and a nice cool evening after a rain comes through. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, I was checking out your weather, and you're actually going to have a kind of a cooling off trend over the next seven to ten days, and like you said, pop-up thunderstorms. So what are you seeing on the water? So, you
1: know, the water is actually in great condition. Um, it's not really been enough rain at once to, you know, really muddy up the water in a lot of these situations. So, um, you know, our smallmouth waters are really nice even after these storms. Um, and then the trout waters, of course, just kind of cool back down and um, it gives opportunities for great terrestrial activity, whether it's ants or beetles or hoppers. So definitely take advantage of that situation. But, um, you know, a lot of times if the, if the sun is super high, the smallmouth fishing can really slow down and the big thunderstorm comes over. Obviously you want to stay as safe as possible if there's lightning, but that's kind of a lot of our storms. We don't, we don't have that situation in the mountains. We just kind of have, it just gets kind of windy and rains really hard and then it's over. So that cools the water, small get a little happier. Um, there's obviously some overcast skies, so they'll come back out and participate in the activity. So, um, definitely some, some good opportunities to be had by this, this weather pattern we're in, I guess it's kind of more or less fed by tropical, um, tropical waves that, you know, move through the area, whether they're tropical storms or just a lot of moisture coming up from the Gulf or the, the Southeast Atlantic.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and so is it cooled off enough that you can fish for trout all day long, or do you still need to get up early and go high?
1: I think, you know, it it depends. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to go up high. I think just start early. It's just, you know, we're we're meeting some of our folks at 6 a.m. at the shop and uh, getting started, but I think if you're in the right places, you can make it all day. Um, Just have that thermometer with you, and uh, just, you know, fishing slows down, and you look at your thermometer, and it's up around 70 then you know just hang it up or take it out by the tree and wait till the evening when everything cools off and you know another hatch will come through water will cool off and fish will get happy
0: yeah there you go and so are your smallmouth now pretty consistently looking up
1: um you know i i've never felt like our smallmouth out in western north carolina have consistently ever looked up it seems like the streamer bite is way more productive than let's say a popper bite so um, in, in the morning, you know, if, if we got a little fog over, over the, the river valley, you could definitely start with some popper activity, um, stealth bomber type stuff. But then, you know, I think as the, as the morning grows and the fog clears, I think you switch over to a streamer and, and try to get, you know, a little deeper in the water column. Got it. And I know you like white, right? I like white, man. You, well, the biggest thing is you can follow it in the water so much better. So it helps you see where that strike's going to be because it, they're just so opportunistic and an ambush creature that it just happens just in the blink of an eye. So you gotta be ready to react.
0: Got it. And, uh, I guess, you know, we're heading into the 4th of July weekend and, uh, I guess, you know, a question that everybody wants to know the answer to is how to avoid the crowds. If you want to fish.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, what's interesting is, um, we're not necessarily seeing the pressure we anticipated had, uh, especially if you, if you look at coming up at our area around midweek, uh, we had, um, some good friends up and they were fishing the Akunilupti on Wednesday. And there was one other truck from the visitor center on the Akunilupti all the way up to where, you know, the road gets away from the creek altogether. So I mean, that's a good three four mile stretch at least and there was only one other person fishing maybe and they could have been obviously hiking so um another report from a creek was there there was one other person so i don't know that the crowds are here fishing i think kind of uh the reputation of, of things being a little warmer is kind of shied folks away so you know that's not necessarily the truth at all and, and our social media can report back on that so definitely you know don't 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 feel like it's it's over pressured and overfished by any means because there's definitely opportunities and obviously the the more you're willing to walk away from the car uh the better you know the more solitude you're going to have for sure
0: yeah and obviously that also you know if you got a lot of people in bryson city and in silva that aren't fishing you know you can fish late and then when you eat dinner you'll have the restaurants to yourself too
1: (laughs) exactly and yeah, I guess that's a, a positive of whitewater rafting and uh, tubing being so popular is that it does take a little bit of the attention away from fly fishing um, when the families are here. So, um, so you're, you're not going to be competing necessarily for, for casting running.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I've got a question for Marcus, and this was, uh, this was an interesting, Dale. He wants to get your thoughts on tips for catching pressure trout in tailouts.
1: That, that that is a great question. Um, I, I love it. So, I for me, if if I've identified where these fish are, um, let's say sight fishing for them, uh, I, I'm going to swing a soft tackle. Um, I'm going to put a big dry fly, um, and then I'm going to put a soft tackle that's going to be subsurface. Sometimes soft tackles want to float, you know, just on the surface or even under it. But I, I'd, I'd recommend having this subsurface, even if you need to, put a little split shot on it um, and, and get it lower in the water column. But at the end of the drift, when you got your drag-free drift ending, try to swing that fly um, using the drag of the current down in front of them. And if they're just kind of laid laid to the bottom, not really uh, participating in the activity, then that could definitely entice one to come, come unglued and, and come out and play.
0: Got it. And do you sometimes, you know, like to fish them if you're fishing upstream to maybe uh, have a slightly different approach and just catch, you know, fish that tail first? It,
1: it, yes, but I think you, you definitely have to be careful in how you approach that pocket because um, you you could easily be seen. So make sure you know you're wearing your earth clothes and trying not necessarily have them go in there camo and look like Rambo, but definitely, definitely, you know, approach the hole as stealthy as possible Uh, because those tail outs a lot of times that's your that's your you know flattest water in the pool so those fish are going to be see be able to see um you know there's less light refraction so they're going to be able to see out of the water that much better so i find it hard to get a really good drift when approaching from downstream so uh fishing directly upstream so if you can you know definitely try to position yourself a little more perpendicular but again this it's gonna require some stealth, maybe some crawling. Um just do the best you can and, and see what you see what happens.
0: Yeah, might be time to take that ten foot rod with you too.
1: No, that's that's I've totally just you know, use this giant boulder that's that's you know, there along the, the creek and use the boulder to, to shade you a little bit. So absolutely, man, use a long pole and and dabble it
0: over there. Yeah, well, there you go. And, you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and we will need a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And Dale, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where you're located, uh, how to reach in, and of course, if you got any special 4th of July hours.
1: Awesome, yeah. So we're uh, 3 Depot Street in Bryson City, right beside Mount Perk. we got a giant brown trout statue out in front of the shop and we're going to be open there um monday through saturday closing on sunday sunday is actually i think the fourth this year um that's also uh national fish free day or something like that north carolina doesn't require a fishing permit on the fourth of july so there's your little fun filled pack um so yeah eight eight a.m 5 p.m there and then downtown silva five thirty west main street and then also uh, there again, we're going to be Monday through Saturday, 8 to 5.
0: Got it. Well, listen, folks, show it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dale. You too,
1: Marvin.